Hello and good morning everyone. Wonderful Sunday morning to all of you joining us online and especially on-site. Alright, so uh, before we start, actually just want, you know, like it's really making an effort for everyone who's coming on-site and online, right? Just waking up is, you know, give yourself a pat on the back, right? Because I think it's not easy on such a morning, you know, although the sermon arc is like for such a time as this, but I think it's apt to say for such a morning such as this, alright? So, like everyone to, uh, you know, online, you know, to just uh, type out something, uh, morning greetings to one another. And for us on site, right, maybe just turn to people around you, you know, and just wave hi. You know, send your greetings and peace and joy everywhere. All right, I think we, that helps us to, to, that's the purpose of the community, right? To, to, to acknowledge the presence of one another. I think I'm really happy that, you know, like I'm on duty today. Because like that gave me a reason, and I need that reason to be connected to my community. You know, sometimes there are days where I feel like, ugh. But you know, having a duty is a blessing because it helps me, it gives me a motivation and a sense of responsibility to show up, to be with you. All right. So for our sermon arc, just like I mentioned, uh, anyone want to shout again? What's the sermon arc series we are in? Anyone? I've always have difficulty you know, recalling sermon arcs, <laughs> titles, <laughs> right? And for such a time as this, all right? So today, we are specifically talking about struggle. And I think talking about struggle, all right, last night, I, 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 stayed, I stayed in the central part of Singapore and it was like lightning and thunder was going on and on for two and three hours. I, woke, I got woken up by sleep. Usually, I would struggle to wake up. But last night was like hmm, a special experience that I struggled to sleep. I only felt I went to bed like 5.30 in the morning. But God's grace, like I woke up at 7.30. So, um, but in a, in a deeper, deeper uh, note, like talking about struggle, right? Today, as we encounter, we come into the sacred space to encounter God, right? We want, I'd like to invite you to, to think about you know, what you're struggling with yeah, in this season, um, of life, right? All of us struggle with something, right? Whether it is a job, issues with our loved ones, all right? It may be health issues, right? Interpersonal, or financial, various. Maybe you're struggle, struggling with, uh, you know, the upkeep of your, you know, like your health. So whatever it is, I'd like you to bring it all into this space, all right? There is no shame in struggling. Last laid down at the feet of the cross. Right? And partake and take joy in knowing that God has opened up our eyes, inviting us to come to terms with our struggling, with our struggles. So as we prepare our hearts to encounter the suffering God, the God who suffers with us. May I invite all of us who are willing and able to stand to respond to the call to worship. Come, walk in green pastures. We follow the shepherd. Come, lie down in green pastures. We trust the shepherd. Come, dine at the table of abundance. We are fed by the shepherd. Come, dwell in God's house. We, we live, live in, in the, the shepherd's, shepherd's care. care. Loving shepherd, 
you know our names, you care for us. When we face darkness and death, walk beside us. When we hunger for your love, fill us with your presence. When we are fearful, feed us at your table. May we dwell in the house of goodness and mercy all the days of our lives. Amen. Now let us join the worship team for a time of worship and encountering our God. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be your name. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be your name. 
Rewrite your story of love for me. I would not forget those moments of doubts. If I could rewrite your story of love for me, I would not erase those times of struggle, those moments of doubting myself. And blaming you for all my brokenness, those moments I wrestle myself and you for the answers for a little hope, then I will remember when you became real to me. When you would not turn away, when you would not turn away, I will remember. I am an anchor of love. I am a beacon of hope for you.
Could we write your story of love for me? I would not forget those moments of doubt If I could rewrite your story of love for me I would not erase those times of struggle Those moments of doubting myself And blaming you for all my brokenness Those moments I wrestle myself And blame you for the answers For a little hope Then I will remember When you became real to me When you would not turn away When you would not turn away I will remember I am an anchor of love I am a beacon of hope For you When you touched me on my side When my eyes were open to you and so I saw that I was born free When you touched me on my side When my eyes were open to you And so I saw that I was born free Then I will remember When you became real to me when you would not turn away When you would not turn away I will remember I am an anchor of love I am a beacon of hope For you I will remember I will remember When you became real to me When you would not turn away when you would not turn away I will remember I will remember I am an anchor of love I am a beacon of hope For you For you, for you. Morning, church. My name is Mark, and I'll be guiding you for prayer today. Um, first, let's uh, take a few moments to prepare our hearts for prayer.
to the God of many names, thank you for blessing us abundantly in every aspect of our lives. We may not have everything we want, but we have been blessed with everything that we need. As a church, we offer up hearts of gratitude for your faithfulness to us in our community, holding us, keeping us, and guiding us through the ups and downs of community and relationship building. Lord, thank you for inspiring us, teaching us, caring for us each day of our lives. Thank you for challenging us and struggling with us as we learn to be more like Jesus each day and lead lives of sweet offering to you. Lord, as a community, we hold up those who are battling health issues and ask for your healing hand and abiding comfort. Lord, we lift up those who may be struggling with addiction or substance abuse issues and ask for your strength, your courage, your patience, and the humility needed to continuously lean on you. Lord, we pray for those who have loved, lost loved ones and continue to grieve and ask for the kind of peace, comfort, healing that can only come from you. Lord, as a community, we lift up those who may also be struggling due to the challenging economic times that we live in right now, and we trust that you will always provide. We pray also for the caregivers in our community, our leaders, our pastors, and each and every member who serves in their own way. We lift up those who care and those who serve as your hands and feet in these difficult times. And through our struggles, Lord, open our eyes to the pain of those around us. Help us recognize, Lord, that we live in a world of social, economic, and environmental hardships and injustices that are only growing by the day. And we recognize that we live in a world where warmongering and armed conflicts are only rising by the day in so many parts of the world. Remind us here in FCC that as we learn to develop our own personal walk with you, our own personal spiritual journey with you, let us guard against the spiritual apathy and self-centeredness of absorption in ourselves. And remember that, Lord, you grieve and weep for the larger humanity beyond this, these walls of these, this little church. Lord, help us to weep as Jesus wept and hope as Jesus hoped and act as Jesus did till the day your kingdom comes. All this we pray in the name of Jesus, our Lord and Saviour. Amen.
Good morning, church. Join us in a time of singing. As we sing of God's goodness and faithfulness in our lives, this morning, may God's voice speak to you. Let's sing, I love you. I love you, Lord. For your mercy never fails me. All my days, I've been held in your hands. From the moment that I wake up until I lay my head, I will sing of the goodness of God. I love you, Lord. I love you, Lord. For your mercy never fails me. All my days, I've been held in your hands. From the moment that I wake up until I lay my head, I will sing of the goodness of God. Together we sing. All my life, you have been faithful. All my life, you have been so, so good. With every breath that I am able, I will sing of the goodness of Surrender now, I give you everything. Your goodness 
is running after me. Your goodness is running after, is running after me. With my life laid out, I surrender now. I give you everything. Your goodness is running after, is running after me. Good morning. It's good to see all of you here this morning. Um, and uh, it's good that we have a hybrid service because uh, I know of many of you who are not feeling well today. Pauline's one of them, Louis is one of them. That's why today we are a little short-handed um, because they are not feeling well and they decided to be at home. Um, even though it may not be COVID, I think there's a flu bug that's growing around that's pretty serious. So, but still glad to see all of you. And those of you online, please say hi. Um, so that we, 
you know, can see who's there and reach out. Um, yeah, and you can speak to one another online as well. So, as usual, we'll be using Menti today. Um, today's sermon is a little bit on the heavy side um, and requires, and some of the questions require you to reflect a little and dig a little deeper and may bring you to uncomfortable places. But it is this discomfort, um, this going to the deep places that will help us grow. And so I want to invite you to take that step to be vulnerable, to reflect, and really, Menti is kind of anonymous, so um, we won't be coming after you and like, oh, you know, you said this or that. Yeah. So for those of you um, who, is, who may not have done this before, you can just log into your browser, fcc.la slash menti, and you'll be straight away transported to the page. Um, or you can scan the QR code that's on the screen right now. Um, before we start, will you join me in prayer? God, may the words from my mouth and the meditations of all our hearts be acceptable to you. Amen. Today's lectionary passage is a familiar one, and I've preached on it before, and I think I've preached on it several times before. It is from Genesis chapter 32, where Jack, Jacob wrestled till daybreak. So let me read the passage to you. The same night he got up and took his two wives, his two mates, and his eleven children and crossed the fort of the Jabuk. He took them and sent them across the stream and likewise everything that he had. Jacob was left alone and a man wrestled with him until daybreak. When a man saw that he could, did not prevail against Jacob, he struck him on hip socket, and Jacob's hip was put out of the joint as he wrestled with him. Then he said, Let me go, for the day is breaking. But Jacob said, I will not let you go unless you bless me. So he said to him, What is your name? And he said, Jacob. Then the man said, You shall no longer be called Jacob, but Israel, for you have striven with God and with humans and have prevailed. Jacob asked him, Please tell me your name. But he said, Why is it that you ask my name? And there he blessed him. So Jacob called the place Peniel, saying, For I have seen God face to face and yet my life is preserved. The sun rose up upon him as he passed Penuel, limping because of his hip. I want to invite you for a moment to imagine that you are Jacob that very night, all alone, after sending everyone, your family, your servants, everything you have away. And in this solitude, the night before meeting your brother again, after 20 years. Your brother whom you tricked, your brother whom you tricked out of his birthright for a bowl of soup, your brother from whom you stole your father's blessing by pretending to be him, your brother Esau. You were named Jacob, and Jacob in Hebrew means heel grabber. Because when you were born, you were twins, 
you were said to have held on to Esau's heel as you were coming out. Jacob, heel grabber, trickster, supplanter. From the day you were born, you were known by your relationship with your brother. Not a good one. You ran away for 20 years because you stole his blessing and he was going to kill you. And just this moment, just this time, you hear from messengers you're sent ahead coming back to tell you he's coming to meet you with 400 men. So if you're Jacob, what's on your mind right now? And what are you feeling? This brother of yours you have not seen for 20 years. Dai Liao. I think that's very, very accurate. Right? Apprehension. Karma. Yeah, something you did in the past is coming to bite you. Fear. Doomed. This might be the end. Fear, shame, apprehension. Anxious. It's time. Frightened. I need to run or protect myself. Confused. Suicidal. Mm, maybe not. Maybe. Sure die. Sad. Why on earth am I putting myself and everyone in danger? Shame. Sense of impending doom. Avoid. Run. Guilt. Surrender. Frozen. Fear. Despair. Anxiety. Pray. Oh, that's a very interesting one. Pray. Time to face my end and penance. Regret. GG. I am trying to, I will guess who typed that, but yeah. GG. That's kind of the end, right? If I am Jacob, I will be thinking maybe this is the last night I'm alive. And it is in this frame of mind that Jacob wrestled. The text here is rather ambiguous. Who was Jacob wrestling with? Was it a man? An angel? God? All of the above? None of the above? I think there's a reason why the text is ambiguous. Because it's meant to have multiple meanings and layers. I think... Jacob wasn't only wrestling with God or an angel or another person. Jacob was wrestling with himself. After all, which other person was there with him that very night? And this wrestling is an internal struggle. And this is a very important experience for Jacob. Jacob has been defined by his very name, heel grabber, trickster, supplanter. Today, we just think of Jacob just like another name. But that's not so. From his birth, it seemed that Jacob wanted to take his brother's position. He didn't want to be number two. He wanted to be number one. In the darkness, all alone, Jacob comes to realization that after all these years of striving, after all these years of building up material things, after all these years of building up status, nothing matters. 
all those years of striving, scheming, cheating, building up one's wealth and status, what did it amount to on this night? So what if Jacob had the birthright of his brother? So what if he, Jacob had a blessing instead of Esau? None of these mattered. I wonder if you had such an experience before as well, when you realise like how Ecclesiastes starts, right? All is in vain. Vanity of vanities, says the teacher. Vanity of vanities. All is vanity. What do people gain from all the toil at which they toil under the sun? Everything is in vain. Nothing really matters. So Jacob struggled all night not willing to let go. And Jacob emerges from this struggle with a new name, Israel, one who strives with God. No longer is he a prisoner of the past or how he was defined through his name. Jacob is now transformed through his struggle with himself and with God. Sister Joan Chistisa, in her book, Scarred by Struggle, Transformed by Hope, says, the essence of struggle is neither endurance nor denial. The essence of struggle is the decision to become new rather than simply to become older. It is the opportunity to grow either smaller or larger in the process. It's not just to endure what's there, nor deny and run away and pretend nothing happened. But it is a decision. A decision and a commitment to grow, to engage in that process. Last week, I quoted Richard Rohr and his critical point that Christians often use the phrase deepening our relationship with Jesus and that has very little accountability of how that works and it allows us to define it in whatever way we choose. Today, I want to offer a concrete way of deepening our relationship with God, looking at Jacob's struggle that night. We too should strive with God. And by that, I mean struggle with ourselves and with God at the same time. So we choose to become new rather than older, and we choose to grow. When Jacob said, I will not let you go unless you bless me, the answer, or rather question that came back was, what is your name? And Jacob answered, Jacob. Now, we can read it in a very superficial way, because later, you know, Jacob gets renamed in this process, right? So God's question was, you know, what is your name? So now you no longer be called Jacob. But I don't think God is just asking Jacob, what is Jacob's name? I think God was asking, do you know who you are? Do you know what you have done? Have you thought through, reflected through all that scheming, plotting, all that you've done, the good and the bad? Have you thought through all of that? Do you know yourself? And Jacob's reply isn't just, Jacob's my name, but also, 
I am the heel grabber. I am the trickster. I am the cheater. I am the liar. Jacob didn't just reply with his name because at the same time he's confessing to the things that he had done that defined who he was. Jacob's reply was a confession. Confession requires us to look honestly at ourselves. God already knows everything. You know, if you think like, oh, I go and confess to God about what I have done. Really, you know, God knows. The reality is that our confession, it's about us admitting to ourselves where we went wrong, what we have done wrong. It requires us to put aside everything else. Just like how Jacob sent away everyone and everything. It is sending away our distractions and our, all our ways and means to distract ourselves from having a hard look at ourselves. You may, like Jacob, been avoiding this all your life. Just like someone answered just now, run away. Right? But after a while, you come to the realization that you can't run away from yourself. Then you might start distracting yourself by striving, working hard to make money, accumulating material things, seeking status or seeking pleasure or finding substances or things to numb yourself, thinking that all these things will help and perhaps all these things will somehow save us. But the reality is, in your solitude, when you're all alone in that quietness, when you take a long, honest look at yourself, that is when you wrestle with yourself. And when you're wrestling with yourself, you're wrestling with God. There's no way to run away from that. So there's a lot of people, and I, I was one of them, who is afraid of silence, afraid of quietness, afraid of being alone because of what we will encounter during that time. Encountering ourselves and God. It is scary and it is unsettling. And you may be afraid of what you might find out about yourself. You might be afraid of what will God do? Will God judge you and deem you unworthy? Will God condemn you? Have you avoided taking a long, honest look at yourself? What you've done in your life, both the good and the bad? Why do you think you've been avoiding it? This is not an easy question. It took me quite a long while to arrive at this place where I can sit down and answer it. And for those of you who might feel that discomfort, and that struggle inside, it's okay. This can be a seed to start you thinking and reflecting and going on that journey of transformation. And for some of you, you might have already gone through something like that before in your life, taking stock of where you are at, what you have done, both the good and the bad. I invite you to answer to reflect, to be vulnerable, 
Because this is opening up those walls and allowing God to come in. Too painful. Yes, it is painful. But I tell you there is something more through that pain. Confessing the worst parts of myself even mean that I, even I will reject myself. And that's a question to think about, right? It's overwhelming because I need to make life-changing, difficult decisions that will hurt and disappoint people. Shame, guilt against everything I know to be good. I'm afraid of ruminating. Yes, that is a possibility that we keep dwelling on the things that we've done wrong and not being able to move forward. Too comfortable in the old life. No, I think about it every day. I desperately want to be different, but I don't know how to change, where to start. Can I just press the reset button, God? Don't we all wish that there's a reset button? But there's a way through that. I had... I cannot go away unseeing what I've seen and cannot escape the call to change myself. Yes, that's the invitation. Hiding to avoid trouble, I do not avoid, I face them. Great! Yes, I didn't want to have that dialogue with myself to know who I really was, to get in touch with myself. Refusal to admit to reality because it's something I'm not, I'm, it isn't something I'm ready to face. And that can be true. You may not be ready at this point in time. And that's okay. But there comes a time that you need to move beyond telling yourself that you're not ready. And you know what? When you're willing to take that step, that's just like the man who has been sitting on his mat for 38 years. Stand up, take up your mat and walk. That's healing. Trust that God will send all that you need to get through this struggle, this wrestling. You may not be ready to accept yourself, but you know what? God accepts you. Thank you for all your reflections. And I know that for some of you, it might be triggering, it might bring up unpleasant, uncomfortable feelings. That's okay. It is important that we wrestle with them. And I would say, and I want to highlight, that for some of you, you may have, been, you may have suffered from being laden with guilt and sometimes from faith communities who have used guilt as a way to manipulate you, shame you and control you. That is not the thing that, that's not what I'm talking about. I hope that that doesn't cast this wrestling, this struggling in a negative light. And I hope that it doesn't burden the word confession into something that it is not. To be honest, I have spent quite a bit of my life avoiding this wrestling. 
And I remember very long ago, my cell group leader telling me, maybe I should see a therapist. And that is almost 18 years ago. I didn't listen for a very long time. Now, almost two decades later, I see what my cell leader saw. I see the brokenness that needs to be healed. I see the aspects of myself that needs to be reclaimed, embraced. And I have been struggling, striving with myself and being awfully honest with myself. Through this, I've come to realize that it is not me who is not going to let go, but God is the one who is not going to let me go. God will not let me go until I get the blessing. And what's that blessing? That blessing is that I, like Jacob, emerged from this struggle transformed. I must highlight that this struggle is not a test. We love to see things in this kind of mode, right? In our lives, we are constantly getting tested. PSLE, O-levels, A-levels, prelims, exams, these are all familiar to us. And we are quite clear about the consequences of uh, when we fail such tests. But God isn't testing us. God wasn't testing Jacob that night. Because think about it. If we are being tested by God, what happens when we fail? If God loves us unconditionally, if God shows us grace again and again and again, what we are being tested for? This struggle isn't about whether we are worthy of God's love or not. This struggle is about our growth, our spiritual, emotional, and physical growth. That's the blessing. This knowledge that God isn't testing me, isn't judging me, is that safety line that I cooked on that allows me to dive deep into that wrestling and struggling and that striving with myself, even the parts of myself that I'm ashamed of, the parts of myself that I cannot accept. You need to know this safety line is there. You need to trust in that unconditional love. That is why Pauline and I have been talking about this love of God that transcends all understanding, that's unconditional, that's radical, because that's the basis of our growth and transformation. But you cannot be just told that you're loved unconditionally and stop there. I found that instead of judgment in this process, a profound sense of freedom, one that I find echoed in Psalm 51. You desire truth in the inward being. Therefore, teach me wisdom in my secret heart. Purge me with hyssop and I shall be clean. Wash me, and I shall be whiter than snow. Let me hear joy and gladness. Let the bones that you have crushed rejoice. 
hide your face from my sins and blot out all my iniquities. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and put a new and right spirit within me. Do not cast me away from your presence and do not take your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation and sustain in me a willing spirit. Then I'll teach transgressors your ways and sinners will return to you. Deliver me from bloodshed, O God, O God of my salvation, and my tongue will sing aloud of your deliverance. O Lord, open my lips and my mouth will declare your praise. For you have no delight in sacrifice. If I were to give a burnt offering, you would not be pleased. The sacrifice acceptable to God is a broken spirit, a broken and contrite heart, O God, you will not despise. The sacrifice acceptable to God is a broken spirit, a broken and contrite heart, O God, you will not despise. I used to think, what an easy get-out-of-jail-free card is Psalm 51. Right? You just pray this, you know, wash all the sins away, and then everything is erased. But now, I read it very differently. This isn't about erasing what we have done wrong, like using liquid paper, and then nowadays, uh, most folks are using the correction tape, right, to blot out our mistakes. It isn't just purge me with hyssop and I shall be clean or wash me and I shall be whiter than snow. This is, requires a contrite heart. It's not just praying to be cleansed, but knowing deep within what we have done wrong and wanting, desiring and repenting. That's what a contrite heart means. Dietrich Bonhoeffer says, Cheap grace is preaching of forgiveness with, without requiring repentance. Baptism without church discipline. Communion without confession. Cheap grace is grace without discipleship. Grace without the cross. Grace without Jesus Christ. We need to know what all this means. This is what this struggle is about. That we receive grace, but we are transformed by that grace. We are repentant and we change. The effects and harms of what we have done on others remain. And we will have to make amends to those we have harmed. Just like Jacob's act of making amends and atonement towards his brother Esau. Yes, he gave gifts to his brother. He bowed and their reunion, if you look at it, they embraced and they wept after 20 years. There was some level of reconciliation. It may not be a total reconciliation. We don't know. Of course, Jacob didn't stay with his brother. He went off another way, fearing that Maybe the reconciliation wasn't complete. But I wonder, 
how Esau felt after all these years. Maybe it doesn't really matter anymore. And maybe it was, maybe all this is just what's going on in Jacob's mind. It has more weight on Jacob than on Esau. And then we emerge out coming to realize the blessing. The blessing is God giving Jacob, giving Jacob a new name, Israel, one who strives with God. Are we able to strive with God? We haven't gotten around to record this worship song yet. And there wasn't a fitting occasion where I thought that it would be a good fitting song. Uh, but today, it was one that I wish that we have live worship today so that the team can sing it. But without the team on, I will attempt to sing it. And everyone goes, oh, yeah, sing it again. <laughs> I will change your name. You shall no longer be called wounded, outcast, lonely or afraid. I will change your name. Your new name shall be confidence, joyfulness, Overcoming one Faithfulness Friend of God One who seeks my face That is the struggle, isn't it? To seek God's face And know that you will not die You will not be judged You will not be cast away, but rather you emerge transformed. You emerge growing, growing more and more in God's likeness. We will emerge from this struggle transformed because we know we are beloved no matter what other people say. We will emerge from this struggle being able to discern what is important and what is not. We will emerge from this struggle aware, aware and how and what we have done wrong. And like Jacob, willing to atone and make amends for the past. And doing so, hopefully, do not make the same mistakes again. So many characters in the Bible are shown with their warts and all. Even the heroes and the ancestors of faith. They are presented to us, showing us how human they were. And even after their encounters with God, they continue to make mistakes. We continue to struggle because we often go astray. We often worship other idols, money, power, material things, status, fame, pleasure, comfort. And sometimes we exploit, abuse and hurt each other knowingly, or unknowingly. Yet, God will not let us go. 
God continues to patiently run after us, reach out to us, seek after us, forgive us again and again and again. Will you struggle with God knowing you will never lose God's love for you and realizing that God only desires for you to return to the path of discipleship, the path of justice, love and righteousness. And can we see that God isn't wrestling with us, but embracing us? And God will not let go. Will you join me in a moment to reflect? No, no questions this time around. Nothing to type in. Reflect in the deepest, most places of your heart and commit yourselves, ourselves, to continue striving with, struggling with, wrestling with ourselves and with God knowing that God will not let us go no matter what we have done and no matter what we have not done. And God is embracing us still. One of the worship songs that we sang today, Free in Your Presence, is based on this passage. I'm not sure if you you realize that, but every time I sing it, I sing it knowing and understanding this God who embraces me in spite of, regardless of what I've done. This God of unconditional love. So to close, I'd like you to join and sing that song again. And hopefully this time, singing it with the deeper insight, the story behind the song. Rewrite your story of love for me I would not forget those moments of doubts If I could rewrite your story of love for me I would not erase those times of struggle Those moments of doubting myself and blaming you for all my broken 
those moments I wrestle myself and you for the answers for a little hope then I will remember when you became real to me when you would not turn away when you would not turn away I will remember I am an anchor of love I am a beacon of hope for you If I could rewrite your story of love for me I would not forget those moments of doubt If I could rewrite your story of love for me I would not erase those times of struggle Those moments of doubting myself And blaming you for all my brokenness moments I wrestle myself and blame you for the answers for a little hope then I will remember when you became real to me when you would not turn away when you would not turn away I will remember I am When my eyes were open to you And so I saw that I was born free When you touched me on my side When my eyes were open to you And so I saw that I was born free Then I will remember when you became real to me when you would not turn away when you would not turn away i will remember i am an anchor of love i am a beacon of hope for you i will remember i will remember when you became real to me when you would not turn away When you would not turn away I will remember I will remember I am an anchor of love I am a beacon of hope For you For you
we now come to the time of Holy Communion. For those of you who are joining us online, it might be a good time now to get your elements and prepare to join us during this time. We gather each Sunday at this table. Even though at this time we are not all physically together, the table of God's feast transcends time and space because God's love transcends all boundaries. So this table recognizes no boundaries. Here at FCC, we celebrate an open table. This means that you do not have to meet any criteria. You do not need to be a member of FCC. You do not need to be baptized. You only need to recognize that God's grace is sufficient. Good Shepherd, we take your care for granted. In the midst of your many blessings, we complain of not having enough. In the presence of danger, we fail to trust your abiding love. When you set the table before us, we turn aside from you. Call us back into your fold and help us trust your caring presence and provision that our actions may proclaim your truth. Together, surely goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives. God forgives our failures and calls us back into the flock. Loving God, our good shepherd, we are the sheep of your pasture, and you know us by name. We offer grateful thanks for your loving care. Open our hearts and minds to the guiding of your spirit in our lives. Lead us in right paths that we may serve you in truth and action. Amen. God prepares the table for us, offering us a feast of abundant love. Our cup overflow with the bounty of grace, and our shepherd knows us as no one else can. Restoring our souls, healing our brokenness, nourishing us with bread and cup for the life of ministry. We remember how Jesus, our shepherd, took bread and after giving thanks, broke it and gave it to the disciples, saying, This is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, he took the cup after the supper, saying, This cup is a new covenant in my blood. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. May the stewards come forward to distribute the elements. For those of you who are joining us for the first time, uh, please hold on to the elements and we'll partake of it together.
come to the table and feast with the shepherd. Let us partake of these communion elements together with thanksgiving. May I invite you to stand in body or in spirit for the prayer of communion. Together, God of love, you abide with us. Your loving presence fills us. You provide us with all that we need in abundance. Help us love one another in truth and action. Help us give of ourselves to those in need. Help us care for others the way our shepherd cares for us. May our lives reflect our wholehearted trust in our shepherd's everlasting love and care. Amen. Please be seated. Good morning once again, everyone. My name is Jimmy. I'm a service leader for today. Uh, let me uh, thank uh, Myak once again, right, for earlier for the sermon, and also and, uh, as he mentioned, right, we are lean team for taking up, the, uh, leading us in communion. All right. So, welcome home, everyone, online and on site. Uh, welcome to Free Community Church. All right. I'm actually quite surprised that like, for a very long time, every Sunday we repeat what Free stands for. But until our anniversary, my cell group member actually turned around and said. What? It means first realize everyone's equal. <laughs> yeah, so my cell group member knows that it's a slogan, but it's also the, the abbreviation free, right? Stands for first realize everyone's equal. So if you are new with us, all right, you are fairly new, uh, just joined us, or maybe today is your first day joining us online or on site, all right? Welcome home, all right? Free Community Church is an affirming, you know, church. Uh, we, it's a sacred space where we are we are welcome, you know, recognize your worth and your belovedness as a child of God, regardless of your sexuality, your gender, uh, your orientation, your, I will say SES, right, our social economic status, or even nationality, all right? Within the space, within, we are all bounded by God's love for all of us, all right? So if you are new, this month, all right, we have a newcomers meeting, Alright, it is a hybrid uh, newcomers meeting. So even if you are overseas, you are joining us online, alright, you can join the newcomers meeting by emailing to info at freecomchurch.org or much uh, or easier. You can just scan the QR code or visit fcc.la slash welcome and we will receive an invitation to join our newcomers meeting happening on the 30th, uh, 30th of October uh, 22. Uh, alright, so... Uh, However, Myak, I believe we are actually moving it one week earlier. So instead of the 30th of October, we are actually going to move it one week earlier, which is next week. All right. Next week, we'll have our newcomers meeting all right, uh, that will happen right after the service. So please remember to note your calendar if you are fairly new with us and you'd like to join us at our newcomers meeting to, f to know us better. 
where you can talk to the pastors so that you can understand uh, uh, our mission all right, and the work of the church. Next, we continue to worship our Lord, our God, through our giving as a community and as an individual. All right? So, if you are giving to the general fund, you can scan the QR code that is on the left on the screen or the building fund which pay, goes to paying down the mortgage uh, for the church. So, as reported last week, right, we are encouraging, um, if you are giving, to give to the general fund. All right? To continue to give to the general fund. All right? And uh, if you are able to uh, put up standing orders, you can actually do, do so. All right, by also going to, uh, if, you're, if you're doing that via credit card, you can go to freecomchurch.give.asia just to take note that there's a small admin fee that will be charged on a uh, monthly basis when you're giving. All right, so later on, we will uh, invite the students to come forward to take up your offering, to receive your offering if you are giving it physically. So let us join together all right, in a prayer of thanksgiving. Dear God of comfort, God who walks with us in our suffering, have come down in our world to be with us. And God, thank you for sending your spirit to dwell within us, to walk beside us, to be our guide. We lift out our blessings to you. We give them unto you and the community so that these may be put to good use in restoring, restoring our communities, the lives that are struggling with um, various issues. We thank you, Lord, so we pray that you use them, multiply them, that they may transform our community transform every single individual's life. Give thanks to you, Lord, for these blessings that we receive in our life. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Right, may I invite the stewards to come forward to take up the offering. If you are like, uh, giving, dropping an offering, um, you can actually just uh, raise up your hand and the stewards will come to you. All right. Quite a number of announcements today, so we'll try to make it uh, quick. But before I start the first announcement, if you find that today's service uh, message right, right, has helped you, right, has um, given you food for thoughts, uh, for reflection and improving your life, right, go to our YouTube channel, like, subscribe and share the video so that you can, our message right, and our mission and our work can reach more people right, to touch the lives of others. So first announcement... Right, seed, settle easily, engage deeply. This is also another one that I always try to remember. <laughs> right, seed, settle easily, engage deeply. Right, who is it for? If you are new to our church, and you like to find out, you know what? You know, I want to like understand the community. Maybe I don't, uh, beyond the newcomers meeting, I want to know the church a little bit deeper on the work that we do. What's the you know like the culture and the DNA of the church? Come, join us for a seat because it is a time-bound, uh, session-bound, um, small group, right, that uh, you can join. 
because some of you might worry, you know, like, hey, uh, I'm not sure whether I'll commit to, commit to the community. You know, like, what if this is a cult? All right? And then I can't escape. All right? We don't coerce over here. So we'd like to invite you to come and know and be part of our community to understand what we do by joining seats. Now we are already in Seasons 12. Can I, can I have a round of applause for all our facilitators and our uh, volunteers that step forward, right? To lead seed. Season 12, right? So, like, wow, almost like on par with my uh, crime, crime series, right? So, the season 12 seed starts, the word is cut off, like, I assume it's today, right? not O'Day, right? And if you would like to join the seed group, please email to info at freecomchurch.org, right? So, next. Right, welcome team is calling for volunteers. We need more volunteers as we now reopen uh, for the hybrid service and also having more visitors on site. So if you have, you, you have been blessed, you have been touched, like when I first joined, uh, came to FCC, right? I was like coming to church very stealthily, you know, for two services, sitting at the back, right? Check boxing order, like sermon, this one weird or not? Okay, this one sounds okay, a Trinitarian or not? Okay, check, check, check. <laughs> so this kind of mentality, but I, that changed my mind. In, I, when I came, I totally felt at home because of the welcome team. So if you have been blessed and you like to become a blessing to others, all right, I'm welcoming everyone to this sacred space we call home. All right, join our team or welcome uh, welcome team family, all right, by contacting our Sean Lee, our leader, uh, ministry leader, all right, at his contact number or email to once again, all right. The no wrong door policy, info at freecomchurch.org, right, to find out more. Next. All right, many of you are looking forward to another ACE activity, right, after church activity and our engagement activities. All right, um, Jeffrey, don't <laughs> correct me if I got it wrong. <laughs> I have problem remembering abbreviation. All right, so many of you are looking forward to prayer rope making workshop. All right. It was actually due to start, however, it has been postponed, right? The exact, exact date or the month will, uh, it will, will be advised down the road, all right? So many of you have participated in it. No, please look forward again to the rerun, all right? If you have not, you know, this is a great time to learn new, like, um, new activities or new spiritual um, skills, right? That will deepen... Um, you know, your, 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 your prayer life, alright? So next, next week, 1 to 3 p.m., we have a talk about mental health. You don't see a lot of information here, alright? Because we're being sensitive, alright? We're going to talk about mental health. And if you'd like to just know more, right? And um, just to join us, alright? Just go to info at freecomchurch.org and just drop us a message saying that, hey, my name is so-and-so. I'll be joining the talk on mental health on the 23rd. Alright, so thank you very much. Next, as you, as, uh, just perfect time for call out this message, right? And sometimes people can fall sick. And if we have a small team, right, we'll end up like what we have today, lah, okay? We've got blessing. A three-man team in the front, and then, a, I mean, a larger team at the back. So shout out to the, to the production team, right, who are actually uh, making, bringing us the, the, the service on-site and online, alright? Shout out to you. So, please join us, alright? Right now, we are calling for more visual presenters. What, does we, uh, what do the visual presenters do, right? So, you what? Present visually, 
yeah. So actually, what you really do is actually compile and work out the, the slides that you, you are seeing on the screen. All right. Don't worry about the designing. All right. The design, right? A round of applause first when I say, who designs the slide? Can I have a round of applause? Okay. Okay. It's actually, most of the slides are designed by no one other than our Gary Chan, right? So he has actually, so you don't have to worry. I say, hey, I'm not aesthetic. I don't have to design. All right. Don't worry. All you need to do is to do the compilation, all right? And then just work with the producer on the Sunday morning, right, to put things together and just click through the slides to make sure that, you know, everything runs smoothly. So, if you want to know more behind the scenes, right, and how we spend our exciting Monday mornings, right, uh, doing our rehearsals, all right, how um, we get together as a family to bring you our Sunday service, sign up at info at freecomchurch.org. Okay, so the best is just to send an email. I want to join everything. Okay, then we will reach out for, <laughs> to you for everything <laughs> when you send this email. Alright? Next. Okay, don't think, I'm not going to ask like newcomers or whatever to raise your hand, alright? But you know in your heart. Alright, and we are small congregation now. Okay, we, you can recognize your face. <laughs> okay? So, not to worry if you are new and you like to have lunch with us. Alright, but you're like, hey, uh, I, I come with my friend or come by myself, you know, but I'm not sure where I can go for lunch. You know, I feel so lonely. Uh, I need somebody to like, you know, um, bring me to lunch. Not to worry, we are more than happy to do that, alright? So we have Lunch Kakis. It's a ministry that, you know, like we welcome everyone who is new and old, whether you're coming alone or in groups, right? We have our Lunch Kaki for, on duty today is Daniel. Alright, Daniel waving his hand by the toilet. <laughs> Sounds weird for people listening online, right? So please go to Daniel, right? We'll be more than happy, you know. Like they will say, like um, in Singaporean style, right? Open like a wedding dinner, right? Open a table for you so that you can join the 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 lunch together, all right? And enjoy the lunch, all right? So please join us. Those who are on site. Next, very important, all right. We have a celebration for our October babies. Yay! So first on the list, we have Mr. Siap. Yay! Happy birthday to you. And we have both Benjamins. Uh, both Benjamins. Uh, C1 Benjamin. Both are here. Uh, both Benjamins are here. So round of applause. Happy birthday. We have Adrian, Elsie, Harry, Rose, Vino, Janelle, Simon and Hannah. So many of you... Are, if. You're, you're having uh, October babies and right? the name don't appear here, right? We're also celebrating for you, alright? We put our names here because these are the members of our church and we have record of them. So we put them up, alright? Their names, names up. So if you're online and you know somebody who's like having their birthday, alright? Like just wish them happy birthday but don't out them lah, if they're not uh, out yet, alright? So I'd like to invite uh, Pastor Miak, alright, to come forward to pray for our October babies. Do Ben's want to come or not? Don't. Okay la, okay la. We'll, let us pray. God, we give thanks for all these siblings who have walked with us on this journey. We are grateful um, for the past year and we look forward to God, how you continue to manifest in their lives, to bless them so they can be a blessing to others. We witness their growth, their transformation. And God, we give thanks for what they have been to our community. 
for the love they pour into this community we all call home. So, God, we, con- we ask that you continue to accompany them, lift them up, and may they continue to be witnesses to your love and your grace always. Amen. Now we come to the benediction. May I invite you to stand as you are willing and able in body or in spirit. People of God, know that as you struggle and wrestle, that God is embracing you. Embracing you with an everlasting love that will not change. That love that will transform you. The love that will heal you. The love that is beyond understanding. So know this love as your safety line. This love that is all that matters so that you can begin to love yourself and to love others. So go and may the love of God, the justice of God, the righteousness of God go with you now and always. Amen. Thank you for joining us this Sunday. We look forward to seeing you next week. Have a good week ahead.